0: This is the Power oh, Power Podcast. My name is Sarah of Underground Crowds. We hit Bible topics, <laughs> smash, book, smash, book studies, punch out some songs here and there, and light up his word yeah. to strengthen our souls. Thanks for listening. Right, so this is the first, third part of this. We haven't even left Proverbs 1. We're talking about wisdom. At the beginning of the week, I talked about innocence. And it's going to wrap around to innocence today. So let's pray. Um, And we'll get started. Lord, as believers, the war against our children can look a little, seem a little overwhelming. Help us to guard against anger and be very secure in the fact that the foundations of this world were established by you. And that it's not just some ideas in scripture that we should adhere to. They're foundational to how you run this earth. And when it, and when you describe us as fallen, that means we ha- cannot meet up to how you designed this world to operate. And that when you sent your son, according to John three sixteen, he came for the world and those that would believe. We have missed the mark. All of us have gone out of the way. I pray that we would value the essence, the innocence of the garden of Eden. And that we would adjust ourselves as parents in guiding our children and protecting them. That we would have in mind that innocence is to be treasured. Innocence walked with God in the Garden of Eden. Innocence knew nothing about death. Innocence had not broken the rules and found out what it means to be kicked out. Innocence is to be valued in our culture. I pray that you show us specifics because all of us are different in different areas that we struggle with this. Different areas that we probably have given up in this area innocence that was taken from us. And so we're not quite sure how to guard this with our kids. And we're overwhelmed when we hear things about dark stuff that is happening and a full frontal attack on the innocence of our kids. And we, have, our first inclination is to run and hide. But you didn't run and hide from Adam and Eve. They threw off that innocence like a dirty sheet. They did not value it. Their desire to be like God and make their own choices landed them on the other side of knowing what death was and knowing what separation was and knowing what sin was. And that's our lot. So help us restore the Garden of Eden by your Spirit in our houses, in our homes, in our outlooks. In Jesus' name, Amen so i just read a letter um a church that i visited while i was in the states i became a part of i just don't think you should mess around You should find something and plug in um they they were sending out this letter about i mean and this is the last place you would expect like northern idaho is super conservative okay we've got like Trump flags waving on the back of tr- huge trucks and camouflage everywhere and I, while I was there I think I saw one or two brown people besides my children and in fact I, I'm just going to say it. I got some snide remarks. Um, someone who had assumed I had been left by my other half because I was alone at a Christmas function. Um, Sort of sideways told me, well, this is why we don't marry brown people or whatever. Whatever dumb conclusion this man came to. Racist, bigoted, prejudiced conclusion this person came to. It's super right. That's what I'm trying to say. Super right. And if you don't know that that's toxic, let me just say that it's toxic to surmise what one is like before you've even met this person is toxic to broad brush a whole group of people and to label them and decide what their pitfalls are is toxic Toxic. I was not impressed with this person. So we live super divided. And it's all based on prejudice. Bigotry. We're so worn out. We have no time to dive in to figuring out what it is people are really about when they say one thing Um, and it's alarming and we don't know how to handle it because we're just unwilling, hateful, at the very least too busy. So, I got this letter, and it's really alarming. The Church of Satan in Idaho, I mean, this is far right. Church of Satan in Idaho is going to have a pride parade and a drag queen thing, but that's not the kicker. They're going to invite people to forsake their faith and get unbaptized. And Rightly so this church is prayed about it on Wednesday, I believe. And what we see our what we there are lots of things that we could be assuming, but we know one thing for sure we are under attack. Not just Fallen Under attack Now one thing I want to clarify <clears throat> When I say that this is not talking about God with the reference to wisdom, it's not talking about it's talking about how he's ordered this world But Sarah there are times in scripture where God says he does laugh at people He laughs at enemies. These aren't people who live, go throughout their whole life doing the sin thing and just avoiding this topic of God. They just, I don't believe, I don't believe that they really just love their sin. That's really what's going on there. But they are not, they have not set themselves up as enemies of God. And I'm not even going to say the God of Scripture, okay? He's God. He is God. And he has designed this earth and he did it. Book of Genesis chapter one. By speaking words out of his mouth, an intelligent being created complex We haven't even made full discoveries. I believe about five or 6,000, five or 6,000 years later. That's my personal opinion. We're still discovering what all God has done by speaking it. He put this big functioning I mean, you're talking about ecosystems, you're talking about the food chain, you're talking about just enough animals to take care of these many animals. And then beyond there, a a perfection at work. We're still making discoveries about. It had a playbook from the beginning. The word was with God from the beginning. These are not new rules and new ideas these Christians have come up with to rain on your parade. This is foundational to how this earth operates. Formula upon formula upon formula. This, is this, is this, that, is that, is that. This is how I design, male and female. Boom, 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 boom. And it fits in this, I don't know, I would you... It fits together fits into logic. It fits into application. It fits, we don't like systems, we're we're trying to shake off all systems, but I'm sorry, you are part of one. It has a start date and it has an end date. That's how end, That is how in control your God is. So he was in control of the church of Satan doing this pride thing. problem is, if we do nothing about what we have in this restorative work of Jesus Christ, we are playing along. It's a thing. Every single person that has denied Christ is at enmity with God. Some are overt. Some have set themselves up, as I was saying, and God does laugh at them. He laughs at their schemes. They are not God, and they aren't gonna get there. This is what's laughable. Is that we can think we can take on the God of the universe. This is what the whole Antichrist thing is about. Men elevating themselves to the point. In their darkened mind. That they can for a moment think. That they can take on God and win. That's the Antichrist. Those are enemies. Those are enemies that will use. Us as pawns. I was driving home the other day and it was a song. It was, it was a secular song. It was like one of the best songwriters ever in my opinion. But I switched, this is how weird I am. I switched the lyrics. I can tell when something is dark and I can't really listen to secular music that long before I have to turn it off. And I put the words. In the mouth of Satan and I said that's exactly it. He hates you with an eternal hatred that doesn't make sense purely because you bear the image of your creator. And I know that thing goes around, that, that saying goes around, you know, when Satan reminds you of your past. Remind him of your, his future. He knows what his future is, home slice. He is clear on his future. He wants you going with him. That's hate. That is hate, hate. You have no value. No value, but a pawn to throw in God's face. So, what do we do? And of that, we value. We love. The Scripture saying, "We love God. We love others. We turn the right cheek." We pray, we lift up, we edify, we surround, we make community, we strengthen families. And today I want to talk about innocence. I was watching a movie the other day and it was one of those things like I was, I The first album I ever bought was Like a Virgin by Madonna. So we're not talking about Holy Girl. I saw all the movies. Saw Top Gun in the theater. Saw, you know, it was Stand By Me and all the 80s movies, Goonies, all of them, all of them. And one of those movies that I saw was Who Framed Roger Rabbit with my grandmother. And so I, you know, forgot. It's been forever since I've seen, Or, you know, I had a vague idea. But I thought it's not going to be a big deal. I say, boys, let's watch Roger Rabbit. I think you guys are really going to like it. My youngest son looks at me and he's like, after seeing Jessica Rabbit, who is not a rabbit, really, Mom? Really? I was like, close your eyes. But the innocence he wanted to hold on to, is an innocence, our culture is attacking full force. Full on. What is the essence of innocence? Well, we need to go back to the Garden of Eden. We need to go back to the time Adam and Eve had not gotten the idea and had any idea what death was what destruction was what brokenness was there that's your essence of innocence and some of us that was stripped like before we even realized it was stripped it was gone because it's it is so disgusting to the enemy for us not to be as deprived and deranged and evil as he is he goes straight after that which does not know what's on the other side of that knowledge of good and evil. Let me explain it a different way. Say your boss had a button on his desk and it's a good job, okay? You've got good pay, you've got good hours, your, your boss values your family time, you've got medical. Um, there's nothing to lose with this job. And he says to you, if you press that button, it's all gone. Well, <laughs> you know what to do, and I would know what to do. I am I would put a box around that button with a lock on it because no one was touching it. Ever. Ever. But your kid. You know what broke means, but your kid doesn't. That's the picture. All of us would surround the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And tell Adam and Eve, no, 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 no. But they had the innocence of a child. They didn't know what death was. They didn't know what brokenness was. They didn't know what sin was. They didn't know. And we need to be a culture that embraces this in our kids. We don't need to be a culture that wants to expose our kids to, well, they got to know about the world. They do not need to know about the world. They need to know how to navigate in the world. They do not need to hear all the crap that's on the radio. They do not need to see all the crap that's on the TV. They do not need to see the R's and the whatever's and the 13's on down because they might get left out, quote unquote. No. They need to navigate the evil that's in this world, for sure. And they need to navigate it with what? Love. Peace. Long suffering. Gentleness. Meekness. Against such, there is no law. We've got an opportunity preserve those little hearts. Hmm. Ziki used to say, yeah, the kids knew I didn't know this stuff at school and they would have tell these disgusting jokes and they were doing it on purpose because they knew I didn't know what they were talking about. And I was like, so how how'd you handle it? Basically one day at a time. One day at a time. The subject's going to change tomorrow. You know, it's not going to be gay pride. Gay pride tomorrow or this this little event that's coming up. This is the time to pray. This is the time to guard our kids' innocence. But it is not. Because the foundations of what God created is not not, not, not going away it is not the time to be scared and back and overwhelmed strung out on fear This is Proverbs 2. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands, commandments within you, make your ear attentive to wisdom, incline your heart to understanding. For if you cry for discernment, lift your voice for understanding. If you seek her as silver and search for her as hidden treasure. Then you will discern the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth, come knowledge and understanding. This is the God who could, this, there's nothing else that can come from his mouth. There's nothing else that can come from his mouth, but knowledge and understanding and wisdom so he best be our source for knowledge and understanding and wisdom the one who created the earth and all of its functions and all of the science and all of the what is going to transpire the start date and the end date he best be the source for our wisdom our knowledge and our understanding and this, as is indicated, does not happen by accident. If we do nothing with the gift that has been given to us, have we not come to Christ believing? Why not go further and seek knowledge, wisdom, and understanding? Because as we've talked about, It is going to add up someday. And two and two is not going to be seven. No matter how you try to connive. No matter how you try to change. No matter how you try to push back. No matter how you try to think out of the box. Because scripture is so confined, right? How you were created worshipers. If that's not good enough for you I'm still gonna break it to you you're not anything else I don't care what you try to add together what gender you mix with what flag you mix with what animal food group it's not gonna add up It's not going to wash out. It's not going to come together. It's not going to ever make sense. Why? Why is it never going to make sense? Because that is not what God designed. This is the game of God. This is his playbook. This is my father's world. And the reason you can't submit to that. And the reason you can't get your flesh to get around that is because it's spiritual. And it is spiritually discerned. So give up on that flesh. All all Christians are saying, amen, amen. Your flesh is never going to come around. Your flesh is never going to feel right about it. Your flesh is never going to be like, yeah, hey, bring on Jesus. Never, never. And we've all been there. Christian, yes. No, no. I wake up every day with my flesh it's like, I'm going to do my thing. No, you are not. I die daily. No. No. This morning, get, getting really frustrated at school. No. Just figure out a different way to talk to your teenager. Different. I want to be different. That's only, only a desire God has put in me. A spiritual enlightenment. So if you're feeling bad that your flesh doesn't come around, don't feel bad anymore because it's never going to. What you can do is feed your spirit. How? Oh, we just read it my son if you will receive my words that's right die flesh die and treasure uh-huh the heart you are going to learn to treasure his commands make your ear attentive i know you want to listen to other things i know you want to fill it up with whatever TikTok new videos ear but you are going to listen over here to scripture Incline because there is one way this is all going to work out and it is 2 plus 2 equals 4. It's God's Word and nothing more No book No philosopher No thinker, No cool Christian band Is ever No preacher is ever, ever, ever going to come close to what the Spirit of God can reveal to you and change in you by His Spirit, through His Word. Nada, you were created to be His. That's why, that's the math. That's math right there. Well, I made you. You're a creative being. I made you a worshiper. But you died in the Garden of Eden. And many were like, hmm, I'd rather know what death is. He, God's holding out on me. Bam, three-year-old hits the button on your boss's desk. Not knowing what it is. I don't know Oh and that's all what we've been swimming in since that time. Don't know our flesh do not care. All have gone away, all have sinned, all fall short the glory of God. This is Romans. Ain't nobody coming after Jesus. Jesus came after us. Hedged us in. Blocked us out. Paid the penalty for our sin. Revealed himself to us through the Spirit of God. Can we not Listen to his words. Because that's the system that's going to one out. And no, your flesh is never going to be down. So get it, listening. Your flesh is never going to be like, yeah, I get it. No, it's not. Feed your spirit. Guard your innocence. Guard your kids' innocence. Keep them open to that which is not broken. Because the problem is when we're jaded, we don't think of God as having good intentions, do we? There's some angle. There gotta be some angle here. I don't know somebody's offering me eternal life, and then blessing on this earth, and then you know a broader place to minister and and really have. To, there's gotta be some something I'm missing. Anybody's come from trauma. Anyone's innocence been stripped from them. Not, we we got so many hurdles to get over. Just believing that God's motives and his and his intentions with us are genuine, and what? Pure. So when we guard that in our kids, what do we leave them open to? Understanding God for who he is. What did Adam and Eve do in the garden? They walked with God, with him, who he was. That's what you're doing when you value innocence. You're watching your child walk with God in full trust because they got nothing, nothing, nothing in the way they don't have trauma. They don't have pornography. They don't have brokenness. They don't have sin and its damaging effects. Brutality, toxicity—they will have it in the way. Is it just found on the TV? Absolutely not. But if we start treasuring it, not seeking to be cool all the time, we watch our kids open and trusting to a God who created them to be open and trusting, full of hope, dreaming big dreams, unjaded not wearing a bunch of masks. I don't know how many masks I'd had to get through with me. I had one, you lose that one, I put on another one. It was like 10,000 or more. And Zeke has a four year old, I was reading scripture. I mean, he's the kind of kid you don't want anything to happen to, like nothing. From the time he was born, it's been scary being his parent, being so so full of my own struggles and trauma and things that I had to work, work out with this child who sits on his bed at four years old and says, Jesus is my Lord. Just like that. I'm like, boom. Just like well, that. Somebody got saved today and he's not perfect, but he hasn't been exposed. And we talk about it. We talk about what are you going to watch today? And we talk about the YouTube people that he watches. I don't put him in a glass case. It's not what I'm talking about. But we are vigilant. Vigilant. It's this, not this. It's 116, not Eminem. I'm sorry, I'm throwing them under the bus, but nope, my kids aren't listening to them. Think what you want. I don't care. And I, I don't have many rules. But I do have a few. And that's, no, it's not from Scripture. It is not in the Word. I have not seen no M&M anywhere in Scripture. But that's what it requires. Look what it requires to get wisdom, knowledge, and understanding from God. And in the first few verses of Proverbs 2. Diligence. Looking. On the other hand, we've had some failings in our family. That doesn't mean we stop and give up. So if you're there, oh friend, this is more of the camp that I'm involved in here. Okay, this is my, I could be VP of this camp. The not innocent one, right? Still do this thing, still seek, still treasure. You're gonna have to relearn some things. You're gonna have to let go some things. You're gonna have to forgive. You're not gonna forget, and maybe forgive again, and forgive again, and forgive again, and you get the idea. This is waiting for you too. This restoration is waiting. Make no mistake, the Garden of Eden is waiting for you too. It is. Oh, that's unbelievable. It is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so cool when I think about all that God knew before He even. Put down the plate called Garden of Eden. He knew what was going to happen. And he had us in mind. But he had a plan. So he starts this knowing that. Would I have made it as perfect as I made it? If I knew that someone was going to, if I made this. Piece of art. And I, I can spend a long time on a piece of art, and it's a on a piece of paper, right? It's just a piece of art. And if I knew somebody was gonna come along and slash it in two, would I have really mm, put all that time into that? Would I have? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do halvesies. You know what I mean? Like maybe I'll do fifty. I'll I'll meet you at 60. Okay. We're done. That's 60% level of intention. No. He went whole hog. Whole thing. I mean, he did it in six days, but he did the whole thing. Perfect. I mean, when God says something's good, it's good. It's good it's not my meatloaf my meatloaf is so-so when god says something is good it's the best it's the best knowing adam and eve straight out the gate straight i mean it wasn't even like Give it a couple, three, four generations and then somebody decides to eat from the tree. No, straight out the gate. Straight out the gate. Oh great, now we got death. Death got invited. Awesome. Awesome. I don't think I would have put all that effort in. You know why I was made to such perfection? It's because it was going to go back to perfection and there wasn't a hell, there wasn't a demon, there wasn't a... Agenda. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That was gonna destroy it. Ultimately. Right now, it looks bad. And some of our lives wear it. I mean, we might as well. be part of this NASCAR race to hell thing because we got all the patches, all of them. Everything that could have possibly gone wrong in our lives, we're wearing it. We're still dealing with it. And praise God, I know Jesus, but that thing happened. I'm not sure where to put that in the category. You can put it in, it's gonna be gone because you're going to Garden of Eden. You can put it in that category because we are going back. And it is going to be perfect. That's right. Gone. You can rip that off. You can walk upright. That's what that means. You're going back. As if none of it happened. And why is that so? For God so loved the world that he gave his son. And he did the thing that was necessary to do for us. Let's treasure this for our kids. Let's live like we're already there. Let's seek. Let's find from our Creator God who's got it in the bag and it never left the bag. Peace out. Again, thanks for listening. Catch the next part of this series, usually Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. You can also find Underground Crowds on Twitter, Patreon, Bandcamp, or undergroundcrowds.com.